Yeah, I mean, we're not very profesh, so. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. All right, parladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, Hopefully you're back returning and haven't (laughs) totally written us off yet. We're only like two, three episodes in. Yeah, don't leave us yet. Give us a chance. Where women can't parlay. Last week, we're a little bit of women can't pronounce college or NFL football players' names. And we're back this week with that. We still can't pronounce those names, which is why we're introducing a new segment called the Penalty Box, which I will be putting myself in (laughs) for the only two names I tried to pronounce last week that I fucked up royally on both. Yeah, two minutes for mispronunciation go yes yeah go so i did do actual like thorough research this time i didn't just try and read a phonetically spelled name i watched the most adorable video of tua giving his pronunciation of his name and he actually said you could say it like this tua tungavaloa nice that's it yeah that's what he fucking said or like maybe like a tua Tungavailoa is, I think, okay. maybe better. I feel like last week it wasn't that you necessarily said it wrong. You broke it up, but then at the end you were like, Tua Tungavailoa. Nope, yeah. I didn't do that. Um, from here on out, par ladies, we're calling him Tua. All right. Yeah. That's just, Tua. we're on first name basis. That's it. Okay. Don't even try. Yeah. And then our boy DJ. Oh, <laughs> I really thought I had that one. And, I and thought it, you did too, but we missed a little kick there at the end. Yeah. Just an entire syllable, <laughs> but it's fine. It's DJ Uyangalale. Yeah. There's an extra like lay. In lay. There. Yeah. Yeah. So So that's my penalty box this week. Please let us know our other issues. We are happy to fix them. We never intend to offend anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. So please let us know if we do. Uh, We we will correct it. We can't be the only ones screwing up these last names. And let me just tell you, if anyone wants to go toe to toe on the last name business, I'm in because my name sucks as well. So like, good luck. And I kind of have a first and last name question marks going on with like when it's written down, nobody ever knows knows what to say. When you're getting your check at the end of brunch or something, mm-hmm. I guarantee I will be the last one to get my credit card back because they see my name and they're like, oh yeah, that's me for sure. They're always just like, who's Jess, Jessica? What, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. Your they're last not name. Even is- gonna, they're not even yeah. going to attempt my last name. So I know, I know. Like, I well, we, you know, continued the trend here and posted picks this weekend. We had another winning record. Ultimately we went 12 wins, seven losses and we actually had our first push this weekend. So we killed it once again in college. NFL, we kind of broke a little even on that. Didn't go the full card. Didn't do the whole under over game like we had been in the past. But, you know, we're trying not to just dive right in. But we uh, we will continue that. And yeah. uh, hopefully if y'all have any advice or any questions, you will let us know. A lot of people, I think, didn't do well on the NFL bets this weekend, the pick-ems. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there was definitely a lot of picks that you would have thought were for sure's that maybe yeah. didn't go the way that everyone would have thought. Just leave yeah. it at that because yeah. we'll get into that later. <laughs> Teaser so you don't end this podcast now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm also going to get um, our Ooh. typical intro out of the way. Obviously, yeah. we are wanting you to please go and subscribe to our podcast, download our podcast. Please give it a rating of five stars. We don't yes, five stars, stars only. Give us a review. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Women Can't Parlay. Getting our content game going there. Yeah. Uh, so check us out. Give us a follow. Is it really that hard? No, please. Yeah. Simple, a simple guys. Like we're telling you what to do. You go do it. Then you don't have to think about it again. Like it's done. Also teaser. We yeah. have our first guest on today. We do. Yeah. And we're excited about I'm him. Very, very excited about it. So we'll, we'll get into that. But first let's break it down. Let's break yeah. it down. Let's break it down. Found chicken breakdown. Yeah. So college definitely, especially in reference to our, our boy DJ, who seems yeah. to be a regular on this podcast. Y'all. What a difference a week can make for Notre Dame, especially. But um, DJ did his thing. And although he did not come up with the win, he definitely deserves a lot of credit for what he's been able to come in and do as a freshman backup. I was just going to say, as a true freshman backup, like he has undeniable talent. His dad. This guy, we're going to be talking about him for a long time. I I, I feel certain. No doubt in my mind. Which, yeah, obviously no crazy game. was like a double overtime situation. Right, like yeah. one thing that was really stood out to me was Clemson ranked number one before this game, Notre Dame number four. So both very good football teams right now. So Notre Dame came out on top for Clemson. Unfortunately, this was a first regular season loss since 2017, which by the way, is ending the nation's longest running winning streak. Wow. Yeah. I found that on the internet. Wow. So, internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, now that Notre Dame is second behind Alabama, they're yeah. talking about bowl games now that there's potentially going to be two ACC teams in. Yeah. Oh, so that's wild. Yeah. Especially, I think, isn't this Notre Dame's first year affiliated with a conference? Mm-hmm. They were independent, weirdly, before. Yeah. A lot of COVID talk from that game, though. Also, there was a storming of the field after, like after a, the win. It looked like Cancun circa 2003, dude. Like <laughs> Spring break. Yeah, Coco uh, Bongo. Like that, I don't get it. A lot of testing going on in Notre Dame. And then additionally, COVID-related, LSU, Alabama, and Texas A&M, Tennessee now yeah. are postponed due to COVID. So sounds Ugh. like the COVID positives are ramping up and affecting football just as they personalize so which isn't shocking right and not to get into this COVID thing but as a tiny excerpt I've been thinking about this from the beginning I know that I can't say for sure that when I was in college I would be following these conservative rules or anything but I know for a fact that my college coach would have made us do that because for a fact we couldn't walk on the grass when we were in college yeah so it was like she said sidewalks were made for a reason if you get caught walking on the grass like not you're running, but the rest of the team is running until they puke and you're going to watch them because that's not what we do. We hold ourselves to a higher standard. So even to this day, I don't walk on grass unless I'm in a park. She would have held me to that standard of following these rules. And it would have been like, if any one of you tests positive for COVID, we will have a tracing blah, blah, blah. So I know she would have made it. And I'm not trying to say like people aren't doing that right. I'm just saying, I know she was crazy in that sense. So like, whatever. So like no issues. I'm also just making the point of like, these are kids, man. 
Yeah, like, no, for sure. And it's what do you expect? These yeah. kids go through so much, you know, as far as college athletics go. I won't even yeah. you know. I'm not even going to narrow it down to football. It could be any sport. Practicing so much, they're having to do full time class, make good grades, yeah. still have some sort of personal life, and then you know, people don't think that college athletes deserve any sort of compensation. Disagree. I mean, we won't get into that whole. That not makes this so much harder to do. You know, at least with like an NFL situation or NHL or whoever it is. Yeah. There's an element of this is your job. We pay you millions and millions right. of dollars to right. play on Sundays or whatever it is. So yeah. we can hold you to this standard environment. It's a lot trickier in college. I've read in the headlines, colleges dropping people or suspending people or expelling people, no oh. refund of tuition whatsoever. And it's just such bullshit. You That's can resume in-person class and yeah. then expect these kids and not go through college. Like, well, exactly. Cause especially a lot of those kids like have jobs. I played a sport in college and also had two to three jobs yeah. at any given time throughout college. So right. it's like, what are it's you supposed not, to do? You, you, exactly. Yeah. You have to live life. I mean, whatever it is a hot topic right now. And it is interesting because college it's kids, give them a break and like, let's figure it out. I think there's a push and a pull, obviously like yes. people are dying. It's, you know, it is a pandemic. It needs to be taken seriously, but I also think it needs to be taken realistic. And if you yes. are going to try to prevent it, I guess you shouldn't be having in-person college. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving right along, we will go ahead and bounce into NFL Miami. I think cool. I think the Dolphins are for real. They are for real. I mean, I know this is like a same trending topic from last week, but I, you know how you like, there's like teams that you just think, oh, they're just inevitably bad always, yes. no matter yes. what. I feel like that's the Dolphins for me. Like, oh, they've had that. It's yes. so hard to think of them as like true contender. No, I 100% agree. And they are. I don't know if that's, like, they've been shit for a long time. Yeah. I mean, so. they're pulling out some stuff and it's looking great. No. And yeah, no, it's exciting. It's really anxious exciting. to see how that continues. Yeah. You can't really write them off. And I mean, they're in it. Yeah. No they definitely are. I mean, this obviously passed week nine, right? So these past Sunday games, they played Arizona. It put their record, Miami five and three and Arizona is now five and three. So again, like not the same right. conference, but still like they have a winning record right now. And that's something to say, like they're, they're playing with our boy Tua, right? And yeah. he listen. So this is where I'm going to go off on my boy, even though I can't pronounce his name. But I was just about to say, do you have any yeah. comments on? I have quite a few, unfortunately for our listeners. <laughs> I feel like um, this is like last week's podcast, just the second. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Just we're just only gonna follow the same exact players fine. the entire season. Totally fine. He is the first quarterback to win two career starts in eleven years, and he's only had two starts right now, right? So it's like he's won his two first starts, which is so adorable. And I'm knocking on wood because I zero percent want to jinx this kid. For one, I do want to address that I'm a Ryan Fitzpatrick fan. I love that dude. I love him even more now because of his comment he was asked about, you know, Tua starting over him. And I had like a little emotional outpour for him because like he was, when he originally was taken out, he was like, yeah, man, I just, basically he didn't realize it was going to be as soon as it was. And then he, he had this amazing response to whatever. Of he did. Yeah, exactly. Because he like definition of a stand-up guy, right? Like the dude is just, yeah. he's a family guy. He, which not like you have to be, right? But he's a good dude. He's smart. He's nerdy. He's athletic. Like he's a, well-rounded motherfucking person. So Tua threw for 248 yards, two 
touchdowns. He was 20 for 28 passes, which was like, so he had a total of 339 yards thrown, three touchdowns and zero interceptions. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. It's good. Like, so speaking of your boys, like the Dolphins, it's their fifth win in the last six games. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, definitely. It's so funny because I feel like once again, bet against them in the spread and they covered. So I feel like I now have a weird thing with the Dolphins where you do. I don't know. I feel like you're going to have to start picking that bread because I clearly am not good at it. And now I have a thing with them where I'm going to get in my head about it. So yeah. okay. we're going to have to, okay. we're going to have to switch that. All right. We'll work on that. Another cool thing, because I, I feel like defense never gets enough love. And obviously that's incorrect because defense is so incredibly important, right? In any fucking sport, but second consecutive game that Miami defense has scored a touchdown. Interesting. That's yeah. It's super fucking cool. Like it that's not like defensive. I, I don't know the stat on yeah, defense no, scoring touchdowns per I, game. I just wish our defense would like play defense. So well listen, we'll get into that game later, but they did this this week. They did a good job. They did, yeah, yeah. yeah. They did a good job. Yeah. For once. There is a player on Miami named Zach Siler. <gasps> Please tell me, please tell me your exact thought. Thank you. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. And the only difference is a couple letters in Siler. Just it's spelled. Oh my God. I keep crazy. (laughs) That is no, no, it's amazing. I'm just, how did I not put that together? (laughs) Well, I knew you would. When I brought it up, I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, she's all that. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah, no, it's freaking hilarious and amazing. I keep trying to, uh, the reason I keep pausing is I'm like, I keep oh. thinking there's a thing that would be great for this from the movie, but it's Zach Siler, bitch boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't go with, you know, our narrative for this. But. Another cool thing I want to bring attention to is Sanders, the Miami kicker. He has 20 consecutive field goals. I hate myself if I'm jinxing that guy, but we mentioned this before, y'all, a kick don't get me started on I think quarterback the job of a quarterback is one of the hardest jobs in the world but like to be a kicker like yeah if you get in your head like look at Dan Bailey he's not doing shit now and he was like one of our best kickers and one of the best kickers (laughs) right he misses field goals all the time now and it's like going on like are you just old are you hurt are you in your head what is going on I just feel like that's such a mind fuck it really is this reminds me I'm gonna tangent a little bit please duh so shocker if you thought we weren't then politely sign the fuck off yeah one of my okay my probably top i don't know if he's my second favorite or my third favorite comedian burt kreischer oh yeah he swears he has the i don't know if it, if he just calls it this or if this is an actual thing the mickey mantle gene so he is obsessed with the idea that he could go kick um oh. kick an nfl field goal like in the middle Her like, thinks he, can. Like, he thinks he can just do it he's like he's like I it's not it. that hard he, i love it like, him and bill burr my actual number one favorite comedian have yes. a bet but they okay. haven't actually done it yet so i hope that they act they do it but Let's that just makes me think of it because he just truly believes that he can just go out there and kick and make a field goal with no no um no training 
whatsoever. It is really hard. And it may be one of those things that doesn't look that hard from the surface, but I know how I am. I don't do, I'm, I don't handle pressure well. I would fuck up royally. So much goes into it too, right? The wind, the placement of the ball, this, the, the snap. Yeah. Snapper. I mean, the, yeah. Like it, the, the holder, hold, the placement. Everything. Yeah. Like everything goes into it. So that's what sucks is like, it falls on you, mm-hmm. which is another thing, by the way, that like falls on the quarterback, which I'll get into with the Bucks Saints situation. But that whole thing like falls on the kicker. And it's like, that sucks yeah. because <laughs> it doesn't like it shouldn't, but it does. Right. Yeah. So, and you would just think if are that good of a kicker, you've been, you know, doing it your entire life. It's and you've proven it probably it's almost like brushing your teeth. You've done it that, uh, that often yeah. but you get in that situation in front of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people yeah. screaming everything. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not that easy. Yeah. And kind of like nowadays it's like, there's trying to kick 50, 60 yard field goals on the oh. reg. Like, Oh yeah. Like, as yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of getting crazy how often they're trying to kick these really long ones and they, they tend to go in. I would really, I, I think I would actually pay money to see Burt Kreischer try and kick a field goal. Oh, so I will just, pay so much money. Yeah. So we'll just love it. tag him. Yeah. So <laughs> for sure so it'll go viral him. with all of our followers. And then we can just raise a bunch of money for charity for Burt Kreischer to kick a field goal. Like yeah. uh, even just like 10 yards. Well, like, I think him and Bill, like they have a bet. And I think they said like even something crazy, like 35 yards. And who, do you, who would you pick? You not, pick? Not, Bill's not kicking. Bill's just betting against him. Oh, bummer. But Bert is like, I can do it. He's like, I have the Mickey Mantle gene. Whatever the you fuck. What? I mean, I, I know what it is, but I don't know. I, I'm kind of on, I'm on the fence here. He does have a weird instinctual thing where like, there's part of me that's like, fuck, he probably would make it. Yeah. But I think he'd toe punch he it. runs around and is like, oh, I could, he's like, that's not hard. And it's like, well, it actually is kind of hard. Like actual NFL kickers yeah. can't fucking do it. So yeah. yeah. No, I think he, he would be like a toe puncher. That's what I picture him kicking it. And I also think that he would do it naked. Oh, he would definitely do it without a shirt on. Like he does. Yeah. I, I, he would definitely do it without a shirt on. And if they would allow him to, he will yeah. do it in a speedo because that's yeah. like his favorite thing. Yeah. I think that he would do it naked if they paid him enough, but he's a big speedo guy. Big yeah. Speedo. No, he's very body positive And I'm obsessed with that. I also, again, this is not a Burt Kreischer podcast, but I'm <laughs> fine with if we want, if we're if we pivoting. want to change our, if we want to change our direction, that's fine. Too. but he like is so obsessed with speedos he grew up in florida so like i think he just actually grew up wearing them in the sense yeah. of, like he loved them and swam in them and everything always <laughs> yeah so he got he would um make these videos of him trying to promote speedos oh gosh send awesome. them into speedo to like hopefully get ads with them like, <laughs> where they would that's uh, old school too like, an influencer for speedos and they like i think they ended up sending him like a cease and desist and they were like, please stop wearing our stuff and promoting it. Oh, that's a, wait. That was a long time ago though, right? I think it was like a while back before he got to the popularity that he is now. But um, I just mean like, I mean like as far as influencers go, because Speedo would be insane to that's not what I promote mean. Like, I don't a product know. from him. I don't, I would assume it was kind of before the influencer craze, kind of before even like Kurt Kreischer got to where he is now. But he talked about it on Conan once and it was it's great and I've seen yeah. some of the videos and they Speedo well, should pay him to promote it because he's going to promote them anyway well that's what I'm saying I'm like Speedo fucked up and that's my yeah, opinion no, exactly um, agree oh cool I'm 
chugging wine and Jess goes, well, I just ordered a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I would have done the sandwich. I mean, I was drinking a beer with it. So. Thank God. I mean, if that doesn't come in that life, I don't know what will. Yeah, same. I'm like, is it Tuesday? I don't know what day it is. Couldn't pay me to tell you. So I don't want to sleep on Kyler Murray for obvious reasons. No, we can't do that. But he's so good. He's so good. Like he's a Texas boy. Texas like, boy yeah. All, yeah. He, not only a Texas boy, Alan. Alan yeah. Eagle. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. North Texas. Yeah. Like, represent. And he is quite well. He's doing well. Yes. Yeah. Not, not, um, not disappointing all. A little embarrassing when, you know, they came to AT&T Stadium, but it's fine. It yeah, is what well, it is. He's never lost an AT&T Stadium. Fun Which fact. Also, yeah. Fun fact. That is really fucking cool. Yeah. But anyway, so we don't want to sleep on him. He, yeah. and I'll just give you quick stats and we'll move on. But like he was 21 for 26 passes for 283 yards and three touchdowns of, of those 283 yards. He rushed for 106 of them, which is a career high. And by the way, running backs don't even do that shit sometimes. No. Like some of them I do. Also love the way he runs, dude. He's so shifty and yeah. quick. Like, his feet don't even touch the ground. Yeah, he's very twinkle toes. Like hashtag Stony Larue. Yeah, um, no, it's crazy. He is. He's twinkle toes, hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. Very fun guy to watch. Obviously, I don't know whose boy this is. Cliff has never been my boy. No, um, me either. I'm not a tech person. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a tech hater. Same. I just. Okay. I'm for all Texas teams. I mean, I went to UNT. So so like, I'm going to end it there. I, I root for all Texas teams. And when it comes to them playing each other, I might have some opinions, but I'm not a tech hater, but I'm also not like, oh my God, Cliff Kingsbury so hot. Like, Yeah, same. I mean, all literally it. all of my friends here went to tech. See, and I think that's what does it for me too, is I have so many friends that are like, you know, Red Raiders, big right. time. And so it like puts me off of it yeah. a little bit. Same well, for me, I'm- I'd say Texas is probably the one that I, I'm more inclined to be a fan of. Just you and I, I almost went there. But right. Well, and you and I are very much, we're small town college people. Like we both went to small colleges. Yeah. So it's easy for us to, you know, do whatever we want. And I will do a Raider power for those guys because I do root for all Texas teams and I love my tech folks. Cliff, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about him. I thought it was crazy that he got this job, but like he'd been doing well, but he's catching some flack. Like he made some pretty poor calls Yeah. in, in some situations for this game on Sunday. So that is what it is. I mean, he, he, it's got to be fine. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. So sometimes my thoughts on him are, did he really earn where he's at? Yeah. I don't really get it. Anybody who doesn't wear socks with their shoes for an NFL game didn't oh earn their spot. I'm just kidding. But that's an opinion. That's yeah, an that's opinion. a hard take. And I don't know if people will fight me on that. Here's, well, me I guess I don't care. But I guess I, I feel like here's my here's the difference to me, though. Like, I feel like he and who cares? Like, I, I don't care. Like, I do think he's very manicured. I do think he's a handsome guy. He's just not my type, like too pretty boy or whatever. But I love the typical football coach. Like, I don't, yeah. not like a Bill Belichick. He's like a, bleh, right? Like, quit cutting your sweatshirt. Like, I, that's your thing. I actually love, Bill, I love all of that about Bill Belichick. I, I kind of do too, because he I, does that shit on purpose. And I love well, it. Well, I think, I think it's his thing. I mean, look at his son. Like, he's a coach for the Patriots as well. And he yeah. has like this red mullet. Yeah. Like, no, that's I, his I jam, which you're it. right. He owns it. But to me, I'm just like, I love just the regular old guy, even like right. Mike McCarthy. Carthy, not to bring him up, but like so many of them, they're just like, right. I just feel like maybe it's 
Cliff Kingsbury cares more about how he looks. He doesn't. Like, he's obviously a competitor. Yeah, I don't but... know enough to be in You're right. NFL I shouldn't even be judging. Like, what has he truly done to, like, You're right. Let's already? let's bring it back to that, because that's what actually... I feel like people are going to be like, well, what about Mahomes? Like, what about that? Like, eh. Mahomes is motherfucking talented. That, that's what I mean. Like, I don't really, Kingsbury. like, give that all to... Or I don't really know that I give much of it to King. I don't. Yeah. I mean, no, you're right. Anyway, well, we'll move on, because this yeah. has been a while. But uh, the Bills, man, we had a large conversation about this last episode. But well, but and that's what they, I was going to say. Well, a good segue is Arizona hosts the Bills. Yeah, next week. yes, they do. So yeah, so um, I think that'll be a good game. I think the Bills have definitely they secured their place as contenders. I mean, yeah, we no talked about last week. We were like going into the Seahawks game. This is really going to kind of define where they're at. And yeah. man, did they fucking define it? They really did. I mean, like they talk did. about going up against a team who before this last weekend I would have said a lot differently but the Bills fucking really really exposed them. Yeah. Well totally and like one thing I will say is like the Seahawks are still a contender like they're still a really good fucking team. They're not not contender. Their defense is declining but for sure you're right there but I mean the Bills are just really proving who they are. Yeah no I just yeah I think too if anyone's doubting the Bills right now they need to check themselves like yeah um, yeah and I'm excited for like if I can't, I mean, if the Cowboys are really not going to stand a chance, then like that's probably going to be my team is the Bills. <laughs> well, I, I don't hate you for that because I've told, I've said it again, or I'll say, I've said it once. I'll say it again. I'll say it a million times. Like Josh Allen, man, yeah. like he's heart, my boy. Hearts, heart, heart yeah. I had him in fantasy last year, and I'm one of those people that gets attached. Like you know, they show those commercials where you're you're changing over the season, you're redrafting players, and it's oh, like Saquon Barkley's over here in this room, and he's like hey man sorry I gotta go and this dude's sitting on the couch like drafting his team no please don't go because like someone else drafted him and it's like man you really like get connected to these players so I had Josh Allen in like his first year of doing something yeah because hard eye emoji and also cry face emoji Josh Josh Allen loses his grandmother on a Saturday right before a game excuse me the coach calls him obviously he's an athlete and he's a competitor and he's like no I want to play so he just compartmentalizes this shit and you see it in the game. He just, he had 31 completions out of 38 attempts. That's outrageous. For over 400 or 400 yards. So 415 yards and three touchdowns. And what I'm pretty sure he rushed. Incredibly emotional after the game for obvious reasons. But I don't know. I mean, if you're not close. Yeah. I mean, he's unreal. This is the second game this season. He's had 400 plus yards passing and three plus passing touchdowns and no interceptions. Oh, wow. Again, knocking on wood for all my people I'm calling out for no interceptions. That's undeniable, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's so good. Yeah. I mean, franchise, obviously, right? I mean... Yeah. I mean, they, I don't know why not. What else are they going to do? Yeah. So. Literally nothing. Clearly, we're obsessed with Josh Allen, as everybody else should be. He's one to watch. He's incredible. Uh, this win put them at a 7-2 and two record. And the last time the Bills were at a 7-2 and two record, but Meatloaf had the number one song in the country, and Tim Burton's the Nightmare Before Christmas was ruling the box office. Oh my God. Not airing, yeah, now it's airing nightly on Freeform. Uh, that was November of 
three. God, I was yeah. like six. Yeah, and I was in third and grade. I'm, I'm old now, so. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm older. So how insane is that? Again, why you're like jump on the Bills bandwagon because of like one player. I mean, several. Like we love Cole Beasley, obviously, but. Yes. They got a lot of factors. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in on it. Like I love Bills Mafia, like we talked about. Like I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah. I don't I'm I'm scared of them a little bit, but at the same time, I'm just I love their fan base and I'm in on it. I like it. I'm not mad about it. I just wish same. the Cowboys were um, God, how interesting would that be? Like Cowboys Bills. <laughs> As if it's not a historic thing going on anyway, but um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, to sum up the game, obviously Seahawks lost, Bills won. Um, but Russell Wilson, man, like he was knocked down 16 times oh, and yeah. still scored like over 20 fantasy points. I know that's not important for everybody, but well, like he's one of those, though. yeah, he's one of those guys. And like, I don't know, they, did, they didn't have a good running game. Like they, Chris Carson, they're starting running back. Like he's out right now. So they had a season high of four turnovers. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, like Russell Wilson, Wilson your boy, out, man. Like they, yeah. they really exposed some shit that the Seahawks are gonna need to figure, well, figure out. Exactly, and that was kind of their whole gameplay. They were like, okay, our plan is you have to attack Russell Wilson. Like he is not. Don't let him be in the pocket. Like don't yeah, let him don't, pick exactly. us apart. We have to go after him. Like they he is have no run game. Right. Well, and he he's a shorter quarterback. So if you attack him, like he can't see as well, and like that just is what it is. But that's why they did what they did and it fucking worked just sucks because like he's my boy obviously he's my fantasy quarterback right now but I also just root for him I love him I love Sierra they're babies are the cutest their life is the cutest like they're such good people I root for them in life uh Saints Bucks that was I mean shocker from heard around the world I'm I'm not saying I'm necessarily shocked the Saints won yeah but to win in the manner that they won I am like wow okay so the Bucks are frauds. Yeah, obviously not frauds, but I just feel like Tom and right. Antonio Brown are spending a little too much time with Tony Robbins and like trying to figure his life shit out, whatever. But I will say like listening to Tom Brady after the game and that was my comment I made earlier was yes, Tom Brady threw some interceptions, which is unlike characteristic of him, but he took all of this on him, but it has a lot to do with like their offensive line. It has a lot to do with yeah. the rest of the team. Like it's not just Tom Brady, but he is a goat, right? He's the goat. He's a goat. And obviously Drew Brees is too. Like, I feel like sometimes I expect Tom Brady to be a little, uh, like cocky. And when he takes the credit for a loss, it like humanizes him a little bit and makes me realize like, yes, you are a goat dude. Like that loss wasn't on you. Like that was bad, but I did appreciate his comments after the game. And that's a good point. I mean, he lost like a man. (laughs) That's all I'll say. But, and like we've said before, I know a lot of people just anxiously await the opportunity to just tear Tom Brady apart. I'm not going to be that person. Tom Brady's done a lot of good. For sure. still agree. He's still Tom Brady. You can't totally rule him out. But to say that I was shocked is an understatement. I did not see this going that way. And and to be honest, I don't think you're alone. I mean, in the beginning of the season, like I kind of was not really sure about Drew Brees. I, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> although some of those stats are a bit padded, I guess. 
considering last touchdown, he just went in to run it in at like the fucking. Yeah, but is that padded? Because he did it. Like they yeah, the had all the in, they had all the, the chances to stop him and they didn't. No, but he didn't get the team down the field. Well, right. But he did the rest of the game and he did the rest of the 563 no, times. I know. I'm just saying to, to add to those stats, like to just go in and get the touchdown is, well, but I mean, it exactly. is what it is and he did it. It's just kind of hilarious to think. To well, yeah, but like, think about it. These are the two oldest quarterbacks in the league. Like, absolutely. Yeah. They, they have to pad their stats right now or they don't have stats. Like that's, that's the way I look at it because I quarterback wise. And I think this more has, this has to do more with like Sean Payton than Drew Brees. Uh, but anyway, I think they do the padding on purpose and I get it. And that was one of the things I was going to bring up uh, as Drew Brees actually is now number one in total passing touchdowns in the NFL and Tom Brady's number two. So Drew's at 564 and Tom's at 561. So it's going to be a race this rest of the right, season. Yeah. So like Tom Brady isn't going anywhere this year. Like he's probably going to fucking no, come back next absolutely year. Absolutely not. And apparently yeah. Drew Brees isn't either. So. Yeah. Well, and that was kind of my thing to say, like to what you said, like maybe he's planning on retiring, which is why they had him go in to do that. So no, uh, and it, and it is a kind of crazy too, because like these dudes have played against each other for like 22 years, literally. Oh yeah. No. Cause they played each other in college. <sighs> oh, Seattle, Washington. Is Russell Wilson calling me? Uh, let's hope so. <laughs> let's answer it. He's probably wondering, you know, what we're going to talk about on the pod this week about him. Women can't parlay. How can I help you? Hello, um, it's Amazon delivery. Okay, are you trying to deliver? Um, hold on. <laughs> Did you order food or has it's Amazon? Oh, <laughs> cool. Not Russell Wilson. <laughs> Damn it. Moving on. Jets Pats. Jets Pats. Jets Pats. Um, also can't believe this one. I cannot. It's I don't know that fun. anyone can. I mean, the Patriots, I mean, obviously, I don't know what's going on there, but I just keep thinking that Cam is going to go off. He's going to have a game at some point. He's very hard on himself. Well, know? he is, but like, I feel like he's historically inconsistent like this, right? Like, I, I agree, but the way that I thought he was, you know, very passionate about it and yeah. keep saying like this is on me I have to do better like keep thinking we're gonna see like, a breakout game from him soon and it didn't happen the week before and it definitely didn't happen on Monday and it's crazy because the Jets almost got a win they are 0 and 9 like, they are 0 and 9 yeah it's there's a lot of interesting things so I think this is a funny one and not funny like it's just like since the year 2000 the Patriots have had as many Super Bowl titles as the Jets have had head coaches. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah. I like, would almost are I would almost be interested to know how, how that goes up against their like wins. Like how right. many wins have they had? Because I doubt it's much more than yeah. Super Bowl wins for for the Patriots. The Pats have lost four consecutive games until yeah. this game. I will bring up Nick Folk because oh yeah. On yeah, on the heartfelt side of things. So he obviously was with the Jets for like the last seven years, and now he plays for the Pats. So the end of this game was a field goal that Nick Folk kicked to win the game in the last seconds of the game. He kicked it, he hit it, and Jets fans cheered for him. Oh, that's just class. That's yes, and that's my exactly my point. Like, 
how do you, it's respect. It's cool. People move on. It like, it's part of the game. Like that to me is like, yeah. And not to bring it back to Drew Brees and Tom Brady, but they've been playing against each other for 22 years. And they both are like, yeah, man, like every time we talk to each other, we're just so grateful to be able to play this game at the level we're playing this game. Like we're just so right. grateful. And it's like, cool. We're grateful to be able to watch you fucking guys. <laughs> and then, yeah. Moving on. We have some- um, well, I guess, you know, we're going to have to round this out with a little, little, little talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Don't you know? We'll try to make it brief and maybe we'll just stick, stick to this one area. I don't think we've brought them up outside of this. And if we did, I'm sorry. And we won't bring them up like seven times like we did last time. We'll try at least. Obviously, we look a hell of a lot better than we've looked in the past. Yeah, we did. <laughs> last week's. There's, there's another Garrett in Dallas, as they were saying yesterday. <laughs> yes, we, we played football on Sunday. We, we did. actually played football on Sunday. We did. It was and, cool. and, and against the Steelers, no less. Although yeah. we didn't get the W, I feel like it was a win on all the levels except on the scoreboard. Yeah. You know, the move to Gilbert, some were kind of, what the fuck is going Questioning. on? Questioning. Yeah. Which I completely understand, but I did think Danucci's performance was Yeah, it was less than par. Yeah, it wasn't impressive. So For sure. I'm, I it wasn't is. that surprised, but I was surprised at how well he did. Yeah. People have been asking, like, why did he keep playing? Like, what, what was that thing? And I was just like, why not? Love of the sport. And, and yeah. it's not like he had, you know, extended periods of time where he wasn't playing until recently. Yeah. But, it's I like mean, my resume. I always had a job. I just right, yeah. thought about it for if a long time. If they're going to pay you and they're going to sign you, why the fuck wouldn't you? But, exactly. So I'm I happy mean, to have him. Mike McCarthy likes him for his consistency. He obviously has had more experience than Ben DiNucci. So I thought he looked great. I thought he handled things very well. Great. I think it was great for, you know, all facets. I mean, great for morale, great for the team. Defense played better. It, you know, obviously it was great to have Zach Martin back. And he, obviously. You know, I mean, that obvious, right? Yeah, I mean, yo, we have five he, linemen on IR right now. Five. He is such an important part of it to go from what we did like to go from one week to the next right to make that much of an improvement yes if anyone's questioning what the fuck zach martin's doing they need to shut their fucking mouth yeah yeah exactly it's apparent he is i would hope nobody's doing that i don't think they are but i just mean it was it was so obvious i was very impressed with his performance you know to come into what he came into and to do that against the pittsburgh steelers no less who are obvious contenders like probably very, very the top right now. I just, I hate a, I hate an injury. So, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. But you know. I didn't really think that that was so much impacting the way that they played. Um, he also uh, was talking shit about us being America's team. Mm. He said, Listen, that, oh, yeah. I think he said, if the Cowboys are America's team, then the Steelers are the world's team. Nobody, literally nobody thinks that. He was uh, referencing, I guess, the amount of Steelers fans that are in the stands at opposing games which I'm not I'm not saying that they're not there but I also feel like we could look up the uh, franchise tags on on uh, the Dallas Cowboys as as far as um what they're worth versus like what the Steelers are worth and I know which one's ahead yeah lol 
well. But he obviously is good at what he does. Um, His resume proves that. I can't deny him. I do hate seeing any athlete going down with an injury. Hopefully he's good to go. I mean, in all honesty, I do. But to other people I want to recognize, TJ Watt, Jesus Christ, he's the fastest off the line in the entire NFL. He's like 0.67 seconds off the line. That's ridiculous. Crazy. It's ridiculous. So clearly he's a fucking badass. The genes in that family are strong with a capital strong. And then I want to bring attention to shocker the special teams coordinator for the dallas cowboys he was so crunk on sunday john fassel that play where wilson like chunked it across the field we almost scored on that i'm pretty sure we didn't even capitalize on it but it was cool and exciting right like that's what i love to see that's why i love kellen Moore. like whatever i don't know what it is but i mean definitely the play calling was something i've yet to see yeah good week good week for the cowboys and props to us for keeping our Cowboys talk contained to some degree. Yeah, you're welcome. We're improving. We're improving. You're welcome. We're We're working on it. Coming up next would be our guest. I I will say that any Cowboys talk that happens in this next segment doesn't count because it was recorded in a different day. Yeah. So our first guest, which we're super excited to have, it is Ryan Reynoso. uh, We referenced him last week. In our Bears debacle. Bears discussion. He is now going to be our Bears correspondent and also maybe some other stuff that we get into. So let's... Let's check that out. Yeah, stick with us. Hear what he's got to say. Okay, guys. Tonight we have a special guest. He is a resident lifelong Bears fan. Our ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Reynoso. Woo! Uh, And that's for coming on, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, R-Y-N-E. Nice. Yeah, we got to spell that out there. He's a Ryan guy. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard Actually, that. I could mention being named after Ryan Sandberg since... It's a good segue into my next question yeah. for you. Uh, why I'm a Bears fan. Well, that, but also kind of just like, what's your background in sports? Fantasy Everybody football, wants to know that. Fantasy football is as far as it goes with sports betting. I haven't jumped into it. As far as my sports background, played college baseball and played minor league baseball for six years. And then my most proud accomplishment is beer league hockey in... Oh. Uh, Sugarland, Texas. So, <laughs> what's your team name? We're Strange Brew, and we had to name ourselves after different beers. And so, in honor of my buddy Pete, I'm uh, Bud Diesel, in my jersey. Diesel, that's awesome. I love everything about that. <laughs> yeah, not one um, thing I'm mad about in that sentence. So, guys, the reason we uh, have Ryan here, if you don't remember episode two? Please go to Apple Podcast and Spotify, subscribe, and catch the fuck up. Because Jess and I had a minor disagreement on uh, <laughs> Nick Foles versus Mitch Trubisky. Which came out of nowhere, by the way. It literally came yeah. out of nowhere. Like, you know, I'm a Dallas like we, we went on a large conversation about it. And I never saw that coming. Yeah, I didn't either. It, I We've still never know. talked about that whole, I called it a love triangle, our entire <laughs> friendship. Yeah, exactly. So... We kind of need you to give us your take on as a lifetime Bears fan. Like, so why one starts over the other and why at this point? Well, here's, I mean, I'll try and simplify it from my perspective as much as I can, but Trubisky got his chance. That's as simple as I can put it. Like everything that the Bears wanted, you know, they trade, they traded up to go get him. Ryan Pace, the GM, put his job on it, in my opinion, and got Trubisky out of North Carolina that I think he had like... A, a handful of starts. It was 
it was something ridiculous, but traded up to get Trubisky, gave him a shot for three years, and he just, it was so painful. And as a lifelong Bears fan, I watched it, and I cheered him on. I'm like, Trubisky's going to do it. He's going to turn around. Look, he's got Not his too. feet. He can move. He can throw the ball in the fourth quarter, but he just could not read NFL defenses and he got chewed up. And eventually I had to turn on him and say, of all other positions, like we can give other people more time, I guess, or like, you know, like that guy, Greg Ward for uh, the Eagles, who Mm -hmm. he was a quarterback at UH. Yeah. And then he became a wide out. And I'm like, I don't know. Trubisky is just not a quarterback. So (laughs) at this point, Get rid of him. I don't care. It, the experiment is over. Foles has not been playing great lately, but you just cannot go backwards with Trubisky. You can't do it. All right. Fair. Like, I made a stupid comment on episode two, which you guys will all hear once you go subscribe, rate, and follow, and all that shit. I was like, well, why don't they just, like, figure it out then? So if, like, Nick Foles is really sucking it up, then, like, just give Trubisky a start, like, well, college style. They couldn't and- do that until what happened last week. Okay, perfect. What happened last week? So <laughs> last week, out of nowhere, they put Trubisky in for a wildcat offense for him to maybe be a little more mobile because Trubi- Foles has those cement block feet out there and can't do anything. <laughs> and so Trubisky comes in one play, yeah. wrecks his shoulder. He's done. <laughs> so now well, he's weak to weak. Or something is the backup now. Yeah, right. but I think they said he's weak to weak and they think he'll probably – be ready to go in the event that he needs to even come next game. Yeah, he doesn't need surgery, but I mean, in the back of my, in the back career. of my, yeah, the back of my mind, I'm like, Trubisky might just be that terrified to actually get back in there. Yeah, I mean, it's scared, not great. Yeah, there's like scared eyes when he got in. You're just like, <laughs> poor guy is just getting wrecked. Right. Up you just can't do that in Chicago. There's yeah. just a history of too many bad quarterbacks where yeah, you just can't do it. So that's another longer. that's another thing we said is like is there some sort of like Chicago Bears quarterback curse because Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's called bad management, I guess. But, <laughs> yeah. I I don't get it. I mean, they always talk about even on ESPN I hate it when Bears have Monday night football games because they do the little statistics and the caricatures and just shred mm-hmm. Chicago and talk about how Jim McMahon was the last decent quarterback and his numbers even weren't even that, that great. Guy. 85 Bears. Mm. Super mm. Bowl champs. Yeah, speaking of, let's see that shirt you're rocking. <laughs> the reason why I'm such a big Bears fan, when I was born in 85, they had just won the Super Bowl. Right. And when that whole Super Bowl shuffle came out, my dad has videos of me as a little kid, like bare-ass naked, <laughs> clapping in front of the TV to the Super Bowl shuffle, trying to do it. And then my whole family reenacted it. Oh, it. Nice. I know. I love it. I like that background. Well, so I guess you probably know who was on which side in our argument last week, which I will stand like, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't really care. It just was an interesting conversation that happened. And then 20 minutes later, we were like, wow, like we really got into this bears thing. Like, yeah. So we've, we've nominated you our bears correspondent now, whether you like it it or not. No, I'll take it. Yeah. That's why we brought you Kim. Andy and beer because we forced you to be on our podcast. Anytime, anytime there's a Bears question, I I, uh, I hope you guys come to me. Well, and now you're gonna have to be like hockey, baseball correspondent yep. as well. So just get ready. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
My thoughts on it were, I get where you're coming from, the whole trade, and he's had time to develop. It was just, I'm with you in the sense that I felt like once they pull that plug, they can't go back. And granted, his start to the season, I just didn't feel like he had lost it at that time. Like I would have liked them to have not pulled the plug as quick as they did. And then I do feel like what you kind of mentioned already, he's a much, he's a much more mobile quarterback, whereas Foles is not. And I think he's a better quarterback with their offensive line. I well, their, off- their offensive line now is like non-existent because of the injury. Well, right. The cement blocks comment was great. So I think he looks that- old. He looks like older than Tom Brady out there. <laughs> you watch him move. You're like, God, get out of the pocket. Come on. Right. And I think they just, they both made mistakes. I think Knicks were just a little bit larger that I've seen and well, you're only comparing the mistakes of this year. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. true. That's, I realize he's not been great. So I don't want to take away from that. It was just one of those things where I knew it's going to be hard to go backwards. And now you've been in this situation where go back to Mitch. He's kind of lost that trust or that faith. Your locker room morale is down. You've got a great defense not great offense. There's probably a lot of tension happening there. And now you're just kind of stuck in this place of like, like what? (laughs) Well, I think, I think they're in a situation where it's the worst possible scenario. You could be in an NFL team where the calls from the OC and head coach Nagy and the combination of Trubisky and Foles and the inability to move the ball at all, like 10 yards at a time. It is so bad that people are, I can see people on the sidelines, guys on the defensive side of the ball are just like, they're giving up. They're like, what are we doing? Why are we playing? We're not, I don't feel like a pro right now. That's what I, what I see in their face. Which we can also, we can feel for that, that. uh, Yeah. yeah. Like, remember everybody, we're Dallas Cowboys. Aside, they look good yesterday. It is different though when the Cowboys had super potent offense, yeah. horrible defense. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's terrible offense, decent defense. Which yeah. I'm curious to know if you guys are even like, hey, there's still a chance. We got Because we all I'll, I'll never be that person that's like, nope, we gotta go for the draft pick. We, I'm never gonna be that person ever. Hey, I'm always gonna be like, there's still a chance. That's, too much, that's too much a tried. Yeah, that's a true Cowboy fan, though, right? Like, we'll never give up. And leave it to us to fucking go on a tangent about the Cowboys when we're talking about the Chicago Bears. (laughs) Well, and it's like, I hear all these people, and they're like, oh, I can't, I I wouldn't even watch yesterday. I'm like, that will never be me. But I had both of my fan fists still going. I will always watch no matter how hard it is. I never go into the season ever one time thinking we're going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm always like, all right, let's see how it goes. And then I fall for the trap when they start to string some wins together. (laughs) This year was real bad then, (laughs) which y'all aren't out of it. Well, no, there was a year, I think it was like 2000. 10 around 2010 uh like 2008 2010 somewhere around there where uh the bears started off with like eight and one and i thought they were unreal and then cutler like tried to put his head down and bowl over somebody on the packers in the playoffs and got hurt and then everything fell apart 
what is your outlook on the next few games? Are you, uh, That's a good are you question. Thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking they're so bad that it's hard to watch. But we do have a bye week coming up. I think yeah. we got to play the Vikings. I, they just don't make enough adjustments week to week. Yeah, that is true. They don't, they don't have any – Allen Robinson is the one, like, overly talented guy on the team who can, like, just beat out some DBs and make some great plays and, and get us down the field. But then the offensive line falls apart, so Bowles has no chance of getting the ball to him. Plus, he's pissed about a contract year, so it's like it's just all bad. I did hear a stat: the Bears this season in the third quarter have only scored like seven points or something yeah. like that. Yeah. They so talk it. about like no adjustments at all. <laughs> no, you come out of the locker room at halftime just defeated. Yeah, they're ready to pack it in. It sucks to be a football fan right now. At least football's going going on that's true like i have to say i'm I'm kind of impressed with how that's going so far knock on all the wood what covid that it's going on and there wasn't like a split hockey season right like knock could still happen but for now well well, Well, here's different because it was just the it was just the playoffs you know they could do a bubble. COVID affected them zero in the sense that once they decided to do the bubble, they did the bubble. They did it right. They were very, very strict. They're, most of their players are like not from the United States and like yeah. <laughs> followed all directions, yeah. I guess you could say. And they were smooth sailing, like no problems at all. Whereas it's so different with football. How? Do, I mean, how can you even begin to think that they could do that in some sort of bubbled nature. I mean, there's just no yeah, way. Right. And with the season in general, like for hockey, I've, I think I read today, it's maybe going to start in January. That's what I was going to ask you. I haven't heard. I, I just was reading like right before this, something about it possibly being January. I got, I got an idea. But... I got an idea for one of your podcasts. It's okay. So what I always, you? I love the guys from Spit and Chicklets. You <gasps> listen. my favorite podcast. It's unbelievable how yeah. good those guys are. It is I love it is them. my favorite thing in the world. So uh listening to those guys talk about and when Ryan Whitney posts why the NHL is better than the NBA, that is seriously a podcast you need to get some diehard basketball guys on and some diehard NHL guys because I think they hate each other. I hate the NBA. I don't hate the NBA. I grew up watching all sports. So like, I mean, mainly the big four, but I will watch any sport. The only one I really can't watch is golf, but I don't hate the NBA, but I I can't watch the NBA unless I'm touching the court. I can't handle it. I think I can watch. And then I'm there for, I'm there for the experience only and just appreciate it how athletic they are. I'll tell you a harder argument for me these days would be what do I like better in uh, NFL or NHL? Because that's a hard argument. That is like such an internal struggle right now because I grew up in Texas and thankfully, you know, my dad was big on hockey. So like it introduced me to hockey at a young age. So I've always been a hockey fan, but above that was football. Like football always came first. But over the last few years, I'm shifting to where hockey is starting to become my number one. And that's, I always wonder, would I be saying this if the Cowboys had been, you know, doing better? What if they won the Super Bowl last year? Right. Would I be saying that? Which, especially in COVID, going from watching a playoff hockey game to trying to watch a football game, it was brutal. 
I couldn't do it. Playoff hockey is over. So now I'm like all in on football, but back to back. Oh my goodness. It was hard. I feel like for me, it's NFL, obviously, just because I understand the sport a lot better, but I love watching hockey and get into it. Mm -hmm. Like I can get into any fucking Exactly. Which by the way, leading into the season and I'm like, all right, I love the NHL. Texas has only one team, even though they're in the same conference as the Blackhawks. I got to love their lineup. Like, which I think, yeah, their lineup's impressive. Our entire lineup is coming back minus like two people. That's awesome. Do you know who's out? Pavelski or like one of the big guys like Segi? No, they're all returning. It was Yanmark. I don't, I haven't, I haven't seen anything with the stars, so I don't know. Him and then one other, but I think everyone's coming back except two. So I'm excited that we should hopefully cross your fingers, have another good run. Do we have any like closing remarks? So do you have any thoughts or advice for our podcast? No, no, no. I was going to say, I'm really excited to see where it goes because there's a a lot of different ways that you guys can go with it. And by no means will it be easy to figure out one particular path. One thing I was going to ask if, if you had anything you wanted to plug to our like seven listeners, (laughs) just give me the opportunity. Denigrate. Yeah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, when your ultra-low freezer goes down and you're located in the Houston, Texas area, call Centigrade Service. I thought y'all were our uh, first official sponsor. I haven't gotten that check in the mail yet. Okay, cool. Well, damn, Ryan, thank you for coming on. Yes, appreciate it. I'm sure this is not going to be the last time. I like it. Yeah, unfortunately for you. No, I I love it. Thanks for supporting us. Let's do it. Yeah, let's. And props to you guys for starting this. I love it Uh because we've talked about starting podcasts for a long time. Nobody's ever done it. Yeah, same. Like we've said this for years and uh, we finally just were like, let's do it. Yeah, this is it. All right. Y'all have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Hey, and we're back. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that conversation. Fine segment. Fine. Yes. Like I said, very thankful for him to come on the program and talk to us. That's why we're leaning on he him. Will definitely be a reoccurring guest on the show. Yeah, on, he's a on repeat. The, on the program for as long as he will, and as, well, as long as he will come on. Yeah, as long as he'll allow us to force him to be on this podcast. Yeah. He will be back. I guess we'll just have to keep buying candy and Coors Light to bribe him to come on. Yes. Which I'm perfectly fine doing. <laughs> Same. Well, thank you to Ryan. And uh, we hope y'all enjoyed him as our first guest. So next up is one of our segments. We did this one last week. So we're going to continue that. And that is the Mansplaining Minute. <laughs> Mansplaining Minute. <laughs> so this is a segment where we just want to take a little bit of time to keep plugging along on helpful topic, kind of starting with some easy definitions to work our way into the betting world. Obviously, you know, we're kind of learning and churning on that. We started this podcast in an effort to educate ourselves. Educate ourselves. There's other people out there who, as we learn, you know, this is kind of the opportunity where we talk a little bit about just some basics of betting that over time are going to evolve into more. Yes. This week on the Mansplaining Minute, we are going to talk about a specific bet, and it's probably going to be one of the more simpler bets that you can place on also, a sports wager, and that is a money line bet. So 
a lot of times when you and your friends are maybe just in good fun, hey, I think this team's going to win. And they're like, hey, I'll, I'll put 20 bucks on it. You know, usually you it's just a straight up bet, right? Your right. team wins, you get the 20, their team wins, they win the 20. So this is in that way when people get confused when they hear about spreads, yeah. Jets plus 12 and a half or whatever. They're like, I don't know what the fuck that means. This is the bet that you know and love. You are straight up betting who's gonna win the game cool that's what money line means all right so moving on let's break down the upcoming week with yeah. this week the matchups aren't as exciting yeah, thir- yeah thursday might be our most exciting game thursday's so not we, bad they can prove us wrong the weekend yeah. No, I hope so. I, I hate to do that, but looking through it was just not excited about a lot of them, to be honest. But I think some of the top ones, like we said, Thursdays, Colts, yeah. Titans, then we've got Bucks, Panthers. Yes, interesting. Sunday, which I mean, the Panthers, McCaffrey's back. You know, yeah, and I don't. They don't have a great record. I think they're like three and six, but they're not terrible. Yeah, they're really, Panthers. Yeah, dude. Literally, Christian McCaffrey has half of their points every game and he's been out since like no I know but that's what I'm saying even without him though they've really done okay they've just had some losses but they're mostly in every game and I'm not saying that they're like Super Bowl contenders they're not they're not agree not be overlooked is what I'm saying I agree I agree especially with the Bucks like they definitely could go off soon like they're a great team but like WTF is happening yeah that that could be a good game uh depending on you know if the Bucks decide to show up but Bills Cardinals should be good talked a lot about the bills in our recent episodes but we will continue. i'll be excited to watch that one yeah the other one i had slated was seahawks rams might not be bad yeah. 49ers saints eh, might be all right okay. there's a lot, well i think ugh, i'm saints all the way on that one 49ers i just that's what i mean i don't know really. that it'll be that good but it will but see. you never know yeah it's sports like it's sports. Other than that i don't really bears vikings might be good if the bears get their shit figured out but i don't know if that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. definitely all be watching because of our BFF right. Yeah, I, I feel and, like I'm somewhat invested in the Bears now. So I well, isn't that, that, they're the Monday night game. So I usually watch that anyway. Of course. Of course. Anyway, well, that I think is gonna do it for this week on Women Camp Parlay. Yeah. Signing uh, off. Please, you know, give a shout out, like, follow, subscribe, subscribe, rate, all the things, review, only accepting five stars. Please, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, uh, I appreciate anyone who's actually listening to this. Either yeah. the MVP. Great talk. We'll see you next week. Yes. And our we'll lady power. Yeah, our lady power. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.